Are you ready? Ah, yeah. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Another week of barbells and tall tales. Let's get it on. Yeah. My man, Dean Sweat, my tag team partner. Man, before we get started, I hear the Dean's <laughs> disciples. That's yes. That's what we're going to call them. You know, like Busted Open has the Busted Open Nation. My thousands of followers, Jam. We got Dean's disciples. And evidently, over the last couple days, the last week, the Dean disciples have been making a little bit of noise. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've gotten uh, some text messages because I've got to get you a Britney Spears microphone. (laughs) Or uh, I call it a Garth Brooks microphone. Yeah, yeah. I think he brought it out first. But you like to bob and sway because, I mean, basically what happens in here, y'all, y'all don't realize. But he's he's ducking, he's diving, he's doing – because he, I'm just throwing bombs at him every week. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, Jam, but I am a broadcast extraordinaire. So uh, occasionally I have to go back and I have to look at my stats, so i got to get away from the mic and then i got to get yeah. back on the mic and I'm moving Hang back on, and forth like this. you got a little short in your cord. Let's get that thing right there. All right, here we go. All right, sorry about that. He had a little short there in his cord. But, yeah, I mean, you bobbing and weaving. And so, over the week, the Dean's Disciples have been making some noise. They've been getting in contact with you. Yes. Uh, what, what's been the noise? Well, there? so John Anders, uh, one of our uh, followers, um, one of our many followers, said that uh, it was nice to see that facts and stats outweighed opinions. He said that basically you were the CNN CNN of Barbells and Tall Tales. Okay. Uh, what what'd you say his name was? Uh, John Anders. See, that's, I mean, I forgot his name that quick. That's how important he is to the <laughs> show, right? No, John, I'm kidding. I appreciate you listening. But my stat, did Blaine Gabbard, was he not the quarterback at the time? Yeah, but you know, let's be let's be honest here. Cam Newton doesn't play the offense; he plays the defenses. But still, you're going up against another offensive team, right? Yeah. And so if you get a big lead in the NFL, what do teams do? They generally like lax. Yeah, yeah. And, and run the ball and run yeah. the ball. So when you're playing against Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Mallett. But you still, you still, Luke you still McCann. went over the fact that we beat Seattle Seahawks tw- twice in one year, and they were the Legion of Boom back then. They, they were pretty decent. Yeah, right? no, they weren't decent. They and were the then, best. And then you know, I, I I throw out those stats, and nobody wants to take them serious, and I get it. I mean, half of Carolina likes Scam Newton. The other half likes, you know, doesn't. And like the other him. half are just. They're just terrible people. And so I did I did a little research on my own because Oh my lord, where are we going here? I knew you wanted to talk about this, so let me get my piece of paper out. I hardly ever have some notes. Wow, Jam has notes, ladies and gentlemen. He I I'm actually looking at these notes right now. Not much. No, they're not much, yeah. All right. The two thousand eleven draft class. Yes. There we go. We gotta fix your wire or something. Yeah. All right, don't touch your mic. All right, got it. Don't touch it. All right, in this draft class, Blaine Gabbert, mm-hmm. Ryan Mallett, mm-hmm. Andy Dalton. Okay, the Red Rocket. He's the still Red, around. Yeah, and I remember, if, if, I, if I'm correct, Andy Dalton and Cam were probably in the battle for Rookie of the Year. Uh, I would, yeah, but it wasn't close. But so, But let's look at the rest of the class because – I, you know, here's who I got. Who pretty much ended Cam Newton's career? Uh, I would say T.J. Watt. No, 
Who, don't say Von Miller. Von Miller. No, he didn't end his career. I mean, Cam, Cam was still throwing up some good stats until T.J. Watt Von wore him out. Von Miller probably ended his career in the Super Bowl. And guess what year Von Miller was drafted? Uh, 2012. 2011. 11? With Cam Newton. Yeah, when was he drafted? 2011. Yeah, but when, though, in the draft? Oh, he was uh, behind Cam. Yeah, exactly. So that means he's not as good as Cam. But he ended Cam's career. Uh, I wouldn't right. say that. Cam's Cam, still going. Cam had a couple good years. A.J. Green, better career than Cam. Yes or no? No. You're crazy. No. Julio Jones. Uh, he floundered in Atlanta. Yeah, better career. Yes. No, absolutely yes. not. You're wrong, too. No. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, a good career, but not as good as Cam. Oh, absolutely. Have any of these guys won the NFL MVP? No, they haven't. Time out. Have some of these guys won Super Bowls? Yeah, but that's that's circumstance. That's that's a that's a team sport. Richard Sherman, like in the fourth round. Yeah, he he's good, but not yeah. not as good as Cam. What has Cam done? None of these guys you know, have the stats and the uh and the the records that here, J- Cam has. Here is the category that I've got Cam Newton in. RG three. Oh my goodness, Jam. Are you great rookie year, but overall a bust. Okay, he had one good year. Jay, uh, Cam Cadillac. from 2011 to 2017 was Cadillac a top 10 Williams. quarterback. Cadillac Williams, bust, rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Leonard Russell, never heard of this joker. No, no, never Patriots, heard of him in my life. Patriots running back, bust. And probably one of the well-known rookie of the years who I put right there in the Cam Newton category, Eddie Lacy. Yeah, he 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 likes to he likes the buffets too much. Yeah, he. I mean, we're gonna talk about some fitness a little bit later. But Eddie Lacy, I mean, my man couldn't leave the Snickers alone. No, he could not. And so he's right there with Cam Newton. Well, I just want to let you know, Chris Connor, uh, one of one of my coworkers, told me that I annihilated you with the stats, and that's it's it's a guy. It's a guy that I work with. A great guy, by the way. Great guy. Hello, Chris. Appreciate you listening. By the way. Oh, and uh, you know, Curtis. I was talking to Curtis Smith right before we came. Curtis, uh, no, look, we. Curtis I, is a big fan of mine. I would put him on my disciples. Oh, then, so. yeah, then, disciples, then over there on yours. I got no problem, right? We we said I got know, a bunch of baby faces on mine. You're you're you you just got heel guys. I bring the heat, baby. I bring the heat. Oh, speaking of heat, you yeah, know, we're gonna jump around. Right, we'll get back to Cam in a minute. My man, Ricky Steamboat. Has backed out of the Ric Flair match. Yeah, what's up with that? Why? They, I mean, they are worried about Flair's health. They're worried about him getting killed. They're worried about him dying in the ring. So now Flair has come out and said it's going to be FTR and Flair. Okay. Versus the Rock and Roll Express and a mystery opponent. So who? So do you think it could be Sting? That's who I got. Yeah, I, I think it could be Sting. Did they just they had great chemistry back in WCW? Right, you look at the three best rivals that he ever had. Yes. Ricky Steamboat. Dusty Rhodes yeah. and Sting. Mm-hmm. Well, God rest his soul, Dusty's not around. Yeah. And so if Steamboat's... Son of a plumber, baby. It's got to be Sting, right? Yeah. I mean, it It's got to be. It's, I mean, that makes them... Who who else, sense. Who else? unless... I don't think it could be... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be him. Right. Uh, he wouldn't go against... Uh, the the name is uh, surpassed me right now, the uh, uh, Tully Blanchard. He wouldn't go against him because that was his. That was his. That was his part of his four horsemen. Right. So you can't go. With, you can't go Tully Blanchard to me. You can't go Barry Windham. Like all these guys are going to be there at 
uh, Nashville. Yeah. They're all going to be there. So you can't go there. Uh, I've looked at names like Ronnie Garvin. Yeah. Right? I mean, but Ronnie... Really that's not a. That's not a. You when you say mystery tag partner, it's got to mean something. You got to sell yeah. tickets. Yeah, you right? got to sell people into the building, and and, and so that's not a big enough name. Can't be Harley Race. Yeah. Right. So it can't. On be God's here. green yeah. earth. Yeah, it can't be Harley. <laughs> um, like I said, it, I don't think it's going to be any of the horsemen. Uh, he really. I mean, Hogan can't move anymore. Yeah, Hogan has come out and said, "I can literally, I can't wrestle anymore." Right. And so, I mean, you look at it, it's got to be Sting. It has to be. It's got, I mean, I, and I'm going. Well, we're going to find out when me and you go. And we're taking uh, we're taking uh, uh, Crisco with us, I think. Tickets go on sale to 27. I will yep. be sitting at my computer doing everything I can to be getting tickets. All you got to do is tell me how much I owe you, and I will I will pay it straight to you, oh, sir. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm not. But Ric Flair, 73 years old. Yes. Man's got a pacemaker. I mean, he, he literally about died from just drug abuse, drinking. I mean, everything. Wild women. Like, wild women. Everything. Plane crashes. Like. But at 73 years old, let me ask you, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. is he in better shape than you are right now? <laughs> so you, you did all that to lead up. <laughs> you did all of that to lead up to the fact that I don't go to the gym anymore. I'm just all right, so I've been watching videos of Flair. The the videos Flair's been posting. He did a 400 pound deadlift a couple <laughs> years ago. I, I thought you were gonna tell me you were watching workout videos. That you didn't see. <laughs> what I thought you were gonna tell me. <laughs> hey, I am drinking Coke Zero now, so that, that, hey, that, I'm cutting the calories back a little. Little bit, um, no, uh, actually, yeah, probably so, <laughs> probably so. So, Dean's disciples, let me tell you guys, you're following a guy right now who can't keep up with a 73 year old man with a pacemaker. Not a normal 73 year old man here, though. We're talking about the 16 time champion. He is a 16 time champion, the greatest world champion ever in professional wrestling. Uh, Hulk Hogan came out and said. Uh, his top guys were Flair's number one, he's number two, Stone Cold's number three, and The Rock's yeah. number four. And Hogan also came out and said, never put me in the best of category with anybody. He said, because Flair, he said, Flair, he said, I never wrestled a hour match in my life. He said, right. Flair used to do it every night. Oh, I, yeah. drunk. And drunk, yeah. And get up the next morning and do the Stairmaster. So here, here it is. Here's my, and we're going to get back to fitness. Here's my top four wrestlers, right? Okay. Flair. Yes. I mean, there, you cannot go against him. Mm-hmm. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin, because he pretty much carried WWE when they thought all was lost. Yeah. And he started the Attitude Era. He could talk people into a building, I mean, too. He, I, I mean, he's done it. Number three for me would probably be The Rock. Okay. Because, I mean, he sold tickets. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really did. My my other one for number four, my Mount Rushmore, uh a lot of people put the Undertaker up there. I can't do it. My number. <laughs> I mean, I like the Undertaker. You have made John Anders super mad right now. <laughs> oh, see, Undertaker guy. Oh yes. <laughs> my my number four guy uh, would probably Sting. Sting? Okay. I mean, okay. I wouldn't put Sting. I wouldn't put Sting up there. I, I would definitely put Flair. Um, probably Harley Race. Um, I'm looking at. Just for longevity and the, some of the matches he's had, I'd say Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. Um, and then maybe it'd be a toss-up between Shawn Michaels and oh, – no. um, Heck, I don't know who else. I, re- I really don't. Uh, 
I'd have to go into the Wayback Machine. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Give, I, I, give me the old territory wrestling. Anything. Yeah, 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 give yeah. Give me Dusty Rose. Give me Harley Race. Give me Tommy Wildfire Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon Soley commentating over in Georgia. So yeah. I love it. But you know, we're looking at flair. We're looking at fitness. We're looking at 73-year-old guy. We're talking about ourselves. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here in America, like I said, we're jumping around, y'all. But here in America, we, we finally got through the COVID era, right? You yep. Know, right? You got your jab. You did whatever you had to do. Uh, got your booster. Got your, your third booster, booster. Your 15th booster. And, I mean, you know, I, I'm a full I'm a full believer you just followed the money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the flu virtually disappeared yeah. uh, for a year and a half. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, COVID. And I, and I realize COVID is real. I'm not saying it's not. I think a lot more hype was put on it because we, we did scare a lot of people. But now we have monkeypox. Monkeypox. What in the world? Coming to a city near you. I mean, what is monkeypox? I don't know. I seen a picture and it and some I seen a picture and it was somebody's hand and it they had like swelled up like almost looked like blisters all over their hands. Right? I, I don't know. I, I got it. And so I'm looking at all these things, and I'm thinking about me, and I'm thinking about you, and I'm thinking about people around us. And to me, what we have a terrible time doing is promoting health and fitness. We mm-hmm. want to promote, get a shot, yeah, medicine, but we never promote eat right, work out, uh, get enough sleep. Uh, I was playing golf the other day. I kid you not, I'm on a golf course. I look over at a couple holes. It's me. Uh, Jacob Clapp, Jacob Rawson, uh, Josh Moses. And I look across, there's a couple holes, and there's a guy by himself in the fairway playing golf by himself. No one around him had a mask on. Yeah. what What's up with that? I, I mean, to me, why? Yes. Well, I, it's, the mask date has, has been, the mask mandate has been lifted, of course. Right. But it, I think people still, like, They've got into that comfort zone with the mask, and they don't want to give it up. It was proved ineffective. Yeah. The mask didn't it, work. Very ineffective. And so here we are, and, and and we shame people now because you want to get fit. Yeah. You want to get in shape. And so we look at this era now that we live in, and we wonder, what is going on? What is wrong with people? Do we live in that much fear that... I just, I just do, don't want to get in shape. Just let me be me. Let me be fat. Let me drink my, let me go to McDonald's and get my two Big Macs, three large fries, three, three hot. Fries. All while wearing, all, all while wearing your mask in there. Wear my mask and I give me a diet coke. Yeah, yeah. Let me get my diabetes and my heart, uh, my heart disease. Right. Uh, all while wearing my mask. Yes. And so, you want to preach to me about you got to do this, you got to do that, but the whole time. You don't want to take care of yourself, but you want me to do this. Yes. Like, like I said, I saw that guy on the golf course. I saw a person going down the road smoking and had a mask on. It would take the mask down so they could smoke and then put the mask back up. I'm thinking, what is wrong with people? Yeah. I mean, the what? the way the way that the world handled COVID was just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it was a scare tactic. Yeah, it was it was a scare tactic, and I honestly think it was for the government to see how far they could push people. To basically just become sheep. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. I yeah. don't know. I don't work in government. Here's, here's what kills me, right? I see these guys, uh, all these talk show hosts uh, on Comedy Network and all these, and they talk like they are sitting in the White House. Yeah. 
like they got firsthand information about what's going on. And I'm thinking, you don't know more than I know. Uh huh. Right? Who do who do you know that you can do this with? And so it just kind of kills me. So I'm looking at this health. I'm looking at this fitness. And, you know, I'm trying to stay in shape. I'm 51 years old. I look 18. It's remarkable. If you haven't seen me in person, I look amazing, y'all. Yes. I'm going to lie about it. Yeah, he's but, uh, he's not stretching the truth there, guys. He's <laughs> not stretching the truth at all. But it was just one day where I had to say, we're going to get in shape. And I can remember uh, my very first workout at CrossFit. Oh, let's and hear it. Everything about it. Let's hear it. Do you remember yours? I do. I do remember my first full workout at CrossFit. So the lift was um, shoulder to overhead. Okay, my first lift was back squats. Mm -hmm. I remember it. I went to the 515 class. So check this out, right? Because I had some guys, they were like, hey, we want you to come to CrossFit. We want you to come to CrossFit. I didn't know what really CrossFit was. I thought, you know, I looked up something. I was like, man, these people are crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I knew the people who invited me were on a ski trip. Mm Mm-hmm. It was Martin Luther King Day. It was a Monday. So I went to the 515 class thinking, nobody's going to be here, right? Everybody's on vacation. If I embarrass myself, no one will see it. Right. So <laughs> I go in. Uh, the coach is there. His name's Ben. Ben I introduced myself. He said, hey, look, don't overdo it. Drop your pride at the door. Yeah. You know, here, here's what we got. And so we get Very out. solid advice. Yeah, very solid, right? So I go in this gym. I go down. We're doing back squats. Well, he puts me down there. He puts me with a guy named Gene. He puts me with another guy named Geraldo. And uh, we're on the very last end. And so, basically, we're we're doing the back squats. We unrack the bar. We got a bar. It's got 45 pounds. And being a, basically, you know, being a good coach, I'm just a terrible student, uh, terrible athlete at the time. He says, just work on your form. Mm-hmm. Don't add heavy weight. Just work on your form. And I thought, all right, no problem. Well, there's me, Gene, and Geraldo. We're all kind of new. We're doing these back squats. And I look to the left, and there's two women. Well, I noticed they got some yellow plates on. I look, 35 pounds. <laughs> I, look at, I look at Gene and those guys. I said, hey, we can do 30. Yeah. So we grabbed some 35. Ain't no, ain't going to let no woman outdo no, me. <laughs> no. And so we slap them on. We do it. And so then I realized they throw some more weight on. Well. By God, you're not going out doing yeah. me, right? Yeah, I'm so a I, man, dang it. Dang, dang, skippy. Yeah. So I throw some more weight on there. We're going to town. How you like that, ladies? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, show, I'm showing off, boy. And so they keep adding weight. We keep adding weight. And so, you know, we get done. I don't know what I back squatted that day. It wasn't that much. But I remember getting done thinking, this is it? Yeah. This is the workout? This is it. This ain't nothing. Yeah. And then they had this thing called a Metcon. You were just doing the strength. I was just doing the strength, though. You were just doing the strength. I, oh. had, I had no idea there was a part two. Yeah, oh, there's always a part two. I had no idea. I didn't know what a Metcom was. But let me tell you what this Metcom was. It was a 10-second bike sprint. Oh, God, that's horrible. Oh, no, it gets worse. Immediately off the bike. And I can't remember the number. I'm going to say 10. I don't know. It could have been anywhere from 5 to 10. I know it wasn't more than 10. Burpee box jump overs. Mm-hmm. Miserable. And then you got like a minute rest. No, that's no, no, what, no, that's... no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was uh, the burpee, uh, the 10-second the bike sprint, whatever the number was, burpee box jump overs. And then your partner did uh, the 10-second 
and as soon as they got done with the box jump overs, you had to go back to the sprint. Burpee box jumps are what they do at break time in hell. Yeah, and so I get through, and I, I think it's like five rounds or whatever. I remember after the second round, I get off the bike, and I crawl to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. To throw up. To throw up. Yes. I'm in the bathroom. Ben comes in there. He's like, hey, bro, you all right? I was like, yeah, I, I got to I gotta recuperate. Just give me a second. He's like, all right. He said, well, your partner's working. My partner, I don't care about Yeah, partner. who cares? What's his name again? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, see, I'm like in the Matrix. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing things that you shouldn't see. <laughs> give me the red pill, the blue pill. Give me something. Yeah. To get Just me get me out of here. And so I remember I crawled back out and literally thinking, I've got to finish this workout. Yeah. Dumb decision yeah. on my part. So I get back on the bike. I sprint 10 seconds, and I can tell not a good decision. I can remember I do a burpee. I jump up on the box. I go back to the bathroom. Yeah, round two. Round two. I am in there so long. Not only does Ben come looking for me, but Toby Strider Ooh. comes in looking yeah. for me because I've been gone so long. And I remember thinking, why does anyone do this? Yeah. Why? And I haven't missed a day since. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was fixing to say, and now you're going on what, year three? Yeah. Yeah, year, year three. And so that, what was yours? So mine was, I, I just remember the one movement, and it was, I want to say it was um, clean and jerks. I'm wanting to say it was clean and jerks. I do remember it was overhead. Right, I got um, no issues with those. Yeah, I, I did at the time because I was partnering. We did a, a we did a three a threesome, and I partnered with hey. I part. Yeah, hello hey. now. Sorry about that, honey. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, Crystal was one of my partners, and then another another girl um at the gym. Time out. Why are you always working out with women? Well, it was my I didn't you know I didn't know anybody at okay, the time, right, you, right. and I don't know if you know this about me, Jan, but I'm real shy. So yeah, I kind so I kind of sta- I stayed with my wife on this these one. These disciples were <laughs> So anyway, so we're going along, and I don't know how to do the jerk yet. Okay. I don't know. How, I'm not using my legs to get to get the to get right. the bar up. I'm just power lifting this. Up. I'm just shoulder pressing this over my head. Right. Well, I'm holding my breath as I do this. Oh no. So I, it's ten, and then you you drop it, and every you know you, you go on to the next movement. Well, I remember looking at one of the girls, and I got to my third one on the third round, and I was like, "I'm gonna pass out." <laughs> <laughs> so I sit over there and watch. I watch Anna and my wife work, right? While I'm just trying to catch my breath the rest of the time. And so, I mean, you look at it, and here's the thing, and you know, like I do, there are some women in there who will kick your tail. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta swallow your pride at the door, oh, man. There's I've invited friends to go that have never come back because the girls were outlifting. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we got. I mean, Carrie on. Crisco can can do a ten pounds heavier on on snatch than I can, and it it drives me insane. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I, I you know we got a girl in there bench pressing two thirty five, right? I I can't do that. I mean, that's almost my squat. Yeah. I mean, what in the world? That's easily my front squat. No, well, I mean, maybe now. Yeah. I mean, are you coming back to the gym? I'm coming. I got one more knee injection, and then I'm 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 gonna be in there. That's, uh, now that's the jail shot, right? No, no, no. This this one will be the PRP treatment where they take the blood out, they spin it in a machine, it gets oxygen in it, they shoot it back is that into what your Kobe knee. Done? 
Uh, yeah, a, a lot of athletes, this used to not be in, I, I don't think it was illegal in the States. So but let, let, Listen, y'all, listen. Listen to what my man Dean says. Dean's disciples, listen. He gets the kind of treatment that Kobe Bean Bryant got. Yeah. Right? Because I'm a star. This guy is. I'm a broadcast extraordinaire, JM. What do you expect? Oh, I I expect nothing but that, Dean. Yeah. Nothing but that. So you get these knee injections, right? Yep. You're going to make it back to the gym. I'm going to make it back, and and I've got to swallow my pride. i got to practice what I preach because I know when I come back, I'm going to be nowhere near my PRs. Nowhere near them. Here's the thing, right? At my age, I, I care less about PRs anymore because I'm not trying to hurt myself. But let's look at it from a, a health and fitness standpoint. Uh, you're doing it, and so your wife does it also. Yes. And now who's joined in? Uh, the little girl, your little Emma. Girl, right? Yep, yep. And so you're setting a healthy lifestyle for her to look at. Absolutely. And so, which is great being a dad. Like my daughter, uh, she texted me the other day. She said she's going into powerlifting. Sweet. That's awesome. Because, you know, Dakota works out with us. Yeah. He's a beast. He's becoming a beast. He really is. Him and his fian- uh, soon-to-be fiance. Uh, I mean, they're phenomenal. But it's just a great lifestyle to be fit. It's a great lifestyle to stay in shape. Like we said, you look at Flair, 73 years old. I mean, deadlifting 400 pounds. Yep. Uh, probably can still bench 135. Who knows how many times. But we live in a society now where it's almost we want to shame you for being in shape. Yeah. And so uh, kudos to you for getting your knee injections coming up. Uh, our boy Kevin Lineberry is getting ready to have some gel shots. His yeah, I talked to him today about that. Yep. So, I mean, but here's the thing. The dude is old. He's old. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking, I mean, he's not far behind Flair. You know, no, you know what I'm saying? No. I no, mean, no. and we, – you could also say Flair might be in a little better shape than he is. I will say this. Flair is in a lot better shape than Kevin Linder. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, you look at him. and I mean, let's look at this. Seth Rollins, right? WWE guy. Made it CrossFit the, Jesus. Yeah, made, made it to the quarterfinals. So yep. these guys are in shape. But this fitness is so huge, staying in shape. Uh, if you could change one thing about you right now that would help your overall lifestyle as far as living what would it be oh man if i could change one thing um i would i think i would change my eating habits um for me when when i go home i eat good i i eat good i'll eat i'll eat a i'll eat a a steak and maybe a a, a, some veggies or i'll I'll make a salad i'll throw some tuna in there I eat good. I make sure I don't eat crappy. What gets me is late night snacks. When I'm sitting around the house, it's dark. There's nothing to do but watch TV. Oh, I'm going to grab a, a bag of corn chips oh, or some pretzels or some tortilla chips, and I'm I'm going to snack on it for 20 minutes. Um, if I could cut out snacking and drink more water, I, I think I would be an awesome uh, a way better shape than I am now. I wouldn't have these extra 20 pounds on me that I got that I don't want. All right, so what we need from Dean's disciples, you guys have got to help keep this guy accountable. you got to start putting some messages on the boards. Dean, quit eating at night. Hey, fatty, put no, the bag of chips down. <laughs> my, man, my man Dean, if you don't know Dean, Dean is not that big. right? Dean, Dean has just got to get back in the gym, get some cardio rolling. Dean, Dean, I remember – I came to your uh, one of your first cro- uh, competitions 
You were in Greensboro. Uh, War of the War of the Wads. War of the yeah, Wads. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it was you and Kevin. Yeah. Were partnered up. Yeah, we were in good shape then. Uh, yeah, I mean y'all were, and I think y'all had a a movement where one had to row and the other one was like a deadlift, hang clean. It was deadlift. It was hang clean, and then it was a uh, shoulder overhead. All right. Can you get back there? Oh yeah, I can get back there. But let's let's go let's go back to that one. We smoked everybody, <laughs> everybody in that one comp in that one round. We finished a round ahead of everybody in that one round. You smoked it like Von Miller smoked candy. Oh God, I don't know about baby. that. I don't know about that, but we did, we did, we did smoke. It's kind of like how Cam Newton smoked uh, Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs. All right, yeah. Let's ask you. We're getting close to our thirty-minute time. Golly, uh, the time just flies by. Man, you're just such a wealth of knowledge. I man. know. I'm. I'm a broadcast extraordinaire. I mean. Uh, Crap, my question just went. Oh, here's my question. Here's my question. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just curious, right? Okay. You're a cam lover. Yeah. A cam lover like no other. Mm-hmm. Give me your top five quarterbacks to ever play the game, and is Cam Newton in this five? No, he's not in that five. Where Where do you have him all time in your list? I don't want your names. Where do you rank him in all quarterbacks? I think he could easily slide in there in the top, in the top thirty. Okay. Yeah, I think he could. Yeah, yeah, I would put him somewhere like probably twenty six, twenty eight, something right around thirty. So he's yeah. really not that good. No, he's good. I mean, you got to think about. You're talking about quarterbacks of all time, man. Look, let's let's think about quarterback of all time. Back in the day, they weren't that athletic. No, they weren't. All right. So, I mean, look at look at Terry Bradshaw. I mean, if Duck Dynasty, if Phil Robertson would have not liked duck hunting, right, we wouldn't know Terry Bradshaw. No clue who he was. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so, so you got Cam in the top twenty six. I've got Cam in the top two hundred. <laughs> of course you do. At, at one ninety nine, you got him at one ninety nine. Man, he may be pushing one ninety eight. Right there in front of Johnny Manziel. <laughs> oh, man, Johnny Manziel, Johnny football, Johnny what, football. What a waste. I tell you, I will put Cam Newton over Johnny Manziel and uh, Baker Mayfield. Okay, Does that make you feel better? Not really, but okay, we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. All right, y'all. We talked about Cam Newton. We talked about Ric Flair. We talked about health and fitness. We talked about our workouts. Uh, we have had a request. Uh, me and Dean are going to discuss this. You guys evidently love Dean. The Dean disciples love this show so much. You guys want more episodes per week. If that is something you want. Hit it on our page. Hit that like button. Yeah, hit us on Facebook, guys. Share this. Hey, man, John, uh, Connor. Zach Nowell. Zach, uh, Curtis. Hey, I know we joke, but thank you guys for listening. You guys rock, man. We appreciate it. All you guys at Cadence Oil, keep it up. Keep Dean straight. We out of here. Woo!